Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Andrew. Hello, Edwin. I am ready for more talk about the Sermon on the Mount. Are you sure you're ready? I am ready. I am 100% absolutely sure that I am ready. I want to talk about our good Father. You up for that? Amen. So what we have here is Matthew 7, and today our reading will be verses 7 through 11. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives. He who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. Or what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Father. He, he really highlights this idea of father, and he, he, took, he looks to the people and talks about them as fathers. And, of course, he's, he's not very complimentary of their fathering, really. <laughs> you guys are evil, well, but I, you do good things as fathers. Kind of in light of, or excuse me, in comparison to God, I mean, who's, who's not evil? We're all less than. We get to Matthew chapter 5, and let's see here. Oh, actually, I'm thinking about chapter 6, where he says, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, for then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, so what is that reward? Is that reward not a gift? So he's already set the stage for your Father is wanting to give you things. Your Father is wanting to reward you. Your Father is wanting to bless you, which, of course, actually takes us back to the very beginning of the sermon where it says, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I mean, this whole sermon has been about, we've got a Father who blesses us, who gifts us, who favors us. I think it's also been about uh, training our hearts what is the value that we seek. What is it that we want to seek and look for and ask, right? That uh, we've been taught here to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Uh, we have been taught to uh, rely upon God, that of course he will provide us whatever we, we need, uh, you know, our, our daily needs, whether it's daily bread or forgiveness, th- those kinds of things, that God's going to take care of us. Uh, you know, we don't need to worry about what we'll eat or what we'll wear. God's going to provide all of that. And so we can seek first him, seek first his rule in his kingdom. When we connect this to the parallel passage in Luke chapter 12, where Mm. some similar things are taught as that issue about seeking first the kingdom, I find it interesting. It says, um, okay, Luke 12, verse 29, do not seek what you are to eat and what you are to drink, nor be worried, for all the nations of the world seek after these things, and your Father knows that you need them. Instead, seek his kingdom, and these things will be added to you. Mm -hmm. In Luke, Mm -hmm. though, here's the next verse. You ready? Fear not, little flock, for it is your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Mm. He wants to give us the kingdom. Now, he says, if I want the kingdom, though, I have to seek the kingdom. In fact, I need to seek the kingdom. And 
maybe put the seeking of these other things on the back burner, this business of seeking my food and seeking water and seeking clothes. He says, you know what? Put those things on the back burner. Look, let God handle those things. You seek his kingdom. So I was doing some study on this, and you've you've got this kind of interesting uh, verbal thing going on that it's keep seeking, keep hmm. asking, okay. keep knocking, and and where I'm going with that is is you know how often do we get hungry, right? We're we're hungry every day. And in the Beatitudes, blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. This is something that we're, we're always wanting more of. We don't tire of. It satisfies us to get a little bit, and we want some more. Keep seeking, keep knocking, keep asking for God and for his kingdom, and he will supply. I see great encouragement there that if we're on this path of following the Lord, keep on. And he's not going to be... He's not going to be discouraging us in this way. He's going to feed and satisfy uh, this desire for him. When he mentions this idea of ask, seek, and knock, this is another one of those places where if I'm not careful, I, I pull out this little paragraph because it's got its own heading in the way my Bible is presented, yeah. and I set up my Bible class lesson just on this paragraph, and I miss the connections throughout the sermon. But we've actually got something before this talking about asking, and we find that in Matthew chapter 6 and verse uh, 7. When you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then like this. And now he's going to tell us the things we need to ask for. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and what he gives to us is ask for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Ask for God's glory. Ask yeah. that God's name would be hallowed. Ask that your needs will be met in such a way that God's name gets glorified. Ask that you will be forgiven, but only in such a way that God's kingdom is growing in your own heart. Ask that that you will be led out of temptation, but really that's about giving your will over to God's, what you want and you desire. So what we're asking is actually about the kingdom. And then... We know we have this statement about seeking in Matthew 6.33 that you've already brought yeah, up. Seek yeah. first the kingdom. We don't have anything about knocking yet. Uh, and in fact, I don't think we find the word knock, but you know, in just a couple of verses and maybe in our next conversation, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about a gate right. or a door, a door, a way. What do we do with gates and doors? We knock, knock on them. Mm-hmm. And so we have this perspective of asking, seeking, and knocking throughout the sermon, and it's always about God's way, God's kingdom, God's glory. And w- w- what, a, what a struggle that is. How can I develop and have the faith that, it, that, that it's really going to work out if my asking, my seeking, and my knocking is actually about his kingdom instead of about my daily physical needs. And jesus that's the question Jesus is answering right here. The reason why you can do this, the reason why you can ask, seek, and knock the way I'm telling you, the way Jesus is telling us, mm-hmm. is because we have a good Father. I think that's a huge lesson to learn. Uh, I've talked with people, and maybe you have too. It, it's almost like they get hung up that God presents himself as Father or that Jesus teaches us about God in this picture of Father in the sermon, because they didn't come from a very great home life, a mm-hmm. very good background. Their their biological father was a bad man. You know, that when Jesus here in contrast talks about earthly fathers, you being evil know how to give good gifts. And they say, yeah, my father is pretty evil, and he didn't even give me any good gifts, yeah. right? And, and so why should I trust 
this God now who is a father. I don't have good associations with a father. Well, I think Jesus' point is not that every evil evil father also does good, but rather that we see evil fathers who do good. Mm. And if evil fathers still do good, not all of them, but if evil fathers still do good, how much more will a good father do what is good? Mm -hmm. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's who our father is. And he's been called father in this sermon over and over and over again. We have a good father who wants to give us good gifts. He wants to give us bread and fish. He doesn't want to give us stones and serpents. Sometimes people struggle, Edwin, and maybe they've talked to you about this or different ones have talked to you about this. I, I, I get I'm, I ask for the kingdom and I want the kingdom, but I ask for good things and it seems like I don't get good things. Mm-hmm. But this says God gives me good things. I don't feel like I'm getting good things, <laughs> you know? Well, James, who often comments on the sermon or springboards off the sermon, he says every does. good and perfect gift comes down from above from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to turning. Mm-hmm. He's commenting again on this idea that we have a good father and every gift that comes from him is good. I think about Paul in 2 Corinthians 12 when he asks for the thorn in the flesh to be removed, and God's response is, my grace is sufficient for you. Mm -hmm. There are plenty of times that we're going to the Father and we're asking for mercy, what we see as mercy. We're asking for grace, what we see as grace. And what we don't realize is that while we think what we're asking for is a fish or is bread, we're actually asking for a stone or a serpent. When Paul asked for the thorn in the flesh to be removed... He, he was actually asking for a stone and a serpent. Now, it wasn't wrong for him to pray that prayer. I know sometimes, right. uh, I was actually talking with my wife about this the other day. I know sometimes I can kind of come off like if we say those prayers, now we've sinned by asking. I'm not saying that. We bring to God uh, our, our requests, our prayers. Right. We seek mercy. We seek grace. But there are times when what we think would be mercy is actually not merciful. What we think would be grace is actually not grace. And what our God does, if I ask for a fish, he doesn't give me a serpent. But when I'm his child, if I ask for a serpent, guess what he doesn't give me? He's not going to give me the serpent. And I don't always know what to ask for. So good news, Romans 8, 26, the spirit is interceding on my behalf when I don't know what I should be praying. And so this fact that I might get it wrong shouldn't stop me from praying. It should cause me to dig in and pray more and grow more and and be thankful that God is on my side. Well, this is is one of those things about um, prayer, particularly we talk about making requests of God. I think that is a faith stretcher, a faith grower for us, and, and that is to have the confidence to bring our requests and desires to God, but also the trust that whether we get those things in the way we ask or we don't get them at all, right, that that God is going to do what is best in that situation. Yes. And it doesn't discourage us in our prayer, but we keep praying. And if we can take this a layer deeper, when I hear what Jesus is saying, that he wants to give me good things and he will give good things to those who ask him, I do tend to see that, well, this thing I'm asking for is good, so God ought to give it to me. But when I back up and recognize that God has talked to me about the kinds of things I should ask for, yeah. what I need to understand is that if God tells me to ask for this thing, that thing is not a serpent and that mm. thing is not a stone. Like when, when, like in James, again, commenting, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Wisdom is a good thing. Wisdom is a good thing. 
in this sermon, when he tells me to pray the kingdom first, when he tells me to seek God's glory and God's honor and God's kingdom and God's will, and to even seek it and ask for it and knock for it above my food, my clothing, my water, he's not offering me a serpent and a stone. He's actually offering me bread and fish. Uh, again, now yeah. now we're using bread and fish a little bit metaphorically because he's telling yeah. me don't seek bread and fish. But you know what? Look, when you're asking what the Father what, mm-hmm. what the Father has mm-hmm. told you to ask, guess what you get? You get bread and fish. And so it's, <laughs> it's this really kind of subtle play on words. When you're not seeking bread and fish, but you're asking for what God has told you to ask for, and you're seeking what God has told you to seek, he gives you good things. He gives you the kingdom. And you know what? When you're seeking the kingdom, he adds all those other things, like bread and fish. It's a great, I think, encouragement to keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking when you get a little bit of it. You know, when you get a little bit of the joy and a little bit of the blessing, a little bit of the fellowship in his church and the peace that comes with new life in Christ, and you begin to get some of these things now, and you realize, and he's promised so much more, ultimately with him and ultimately in heaven and these kind of things. I want to keep seeking. I want to keep pursuing God. The devil, his temptation is to make us believe that God doesn't want to give us good gifts. Mm. His temptation is to make us believe that God's gifts aren't that good. He wants us to believe that the devil wants us to believe that his gifts are better, that his gifts are more exciting. So he throw these temptations out that are about what we see and feel right now. Jesus is there saying, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Follow the narrow way. We'll talk about that a little bit tomorrow, yeah. I think. Follow the narrow way. Knock on the gate of the kingdom. Seek the kingdom. Ask for the kingdom because we serve a good father. He loves you. He will give you good things. Amen to that. We're so glad that you've joined us for Text Talk today. Send us an email. Let us know what you're learning as you read along in Matthew or perhaps other places in the Scriptures. We'd love to pray for you, encourage you however we can. Of course, that email address, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Why don't we bow in prayer? Edwin, would you lead us? Holy God, clear out our eyes, remove the logs, that we may ask and seek and knock for your kingdom, that we may ask for your kingdom, that we may seek out your kingdom, that we may knock on the gate of your kingdom, that we will walk in the narrow way no matter who is with us, because we know that you are with us. Thank you so much for being a good father, and thank you for making us your children. Lord God, we seek your kingdom, we ask for it, and we know that you will give it to us. And we love you for that. Thank you for loving us, Lord God. We love you so very much. It's through your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.